great future. We're talking real money. Oh my gosh, is it is it talking real money time again? It is. How did it happen? It seems like it was just yesterday or the day before or the day before that or I don't know, sometime not too long ago. We've been talk we sit around and we talk real money all the time. I'm Don McDonald and over there is Tom Cock. And we're glad you're where you are listening to our little get-together. Lot, would you quit dinging over there, dude? Sorry about that. A lot of people excited that we're back on the air. Just start sending me texts. Thank you. And you're welcome. Well, this is our Saturday live in Seattle show in the Puget Sound area show that becomes a podcast next week. That means that you have an unusual opportunity that you don't have during the week. And that is... To actually call live with your questions or maybe today, given some of the topics, comments. <laughs> oh, there's a setup if there ever was. I, I, I'm thinking up in the air. There might be some comments. Yeah, like there probably would have been yesterday if I'd done the show live because I slapped cryptocurrency around again. If you mm. want to if you want to hear me slapping cryptocurrency around again, go to uh your podcast service and listen to Friday's podcast, which is really hard to do because crypto is like air. I mean, you're slapping air around. You're not really hitting much of anything, but so, it makes okay. a great breeze. Keeps you cool <laughs> in this which, hot weather, which we can use. Right. Yeah, exactly. So in the hot weather, I slap crypto <laughs> to cool everybody down. Thank you for the breeze. I appreciate anyway, it. our phone number is 855-935-TALK. T-A-L-K, 855-935-8255. And here's what we talk about. Saving money, spending money, investing money, building a better future, creating income in retirement, avoiding getting ripped off, investments of all kinds, good, bad, and ugly. And as uh, I've said many a time, I think in the ugly category, bad and ugly is, thing, is something like crypto. But another one that kind of falls into that group is something that people have been playing with since the beginning of humanity almost? Well, they have. But, I mean, here's the the point of the matter is that it's changed a lot in 50 years because, right, the United States 50 years ago this month went off of what they called the gold standard. Right, where you could exchange right. your dollars, your paper money, for gold at a set rate of $35 Per yeah, ounce. Flat. Yeah. You knew what you were going to get. Then and the bottom line to me about gold is it, it people want to put money in it because they feel like it's more secure than dollars, more secure than any security issued by a corporation, more secure than bonds issued by the U.S. government, right? You know gold is always going to be there. And this is the part that you're going to be surprised if you're in favor of gold that it will protect you against inflation. Oh, that's the number one argument you hear for gold. It's a great inflation hedge, right? Hmm. Hmm. I, I have a feeling you're going to tell me I'm wrong. Well, it, it's not me. Oh, it's not uh, you. Oh, who might it be then? people than, <laughs> than me are going to tell you. That guy named Mark Hulbert, who we think you should trust. Oh, we he's, like Mark. Yeah, he's done a great job analyzing newsletters. It doesn't do that so much anymore. But he looked at them all and said, really, if you bought an index fund, you'd be okay. You don't have to pay these guys all this money. But uh, So does gold protect you against inflation? Yeah, it does. It keeps up with inflation, but you have to wait a long time for it to do that. It's about 100 years. 
uh, a century or so. It's done a relatively good job of maintaining its purchasing power. But how about the last 40 years? That's kind of a long time, isn't it? 40 years? Mm-hmm. Usually would for stocks, for, we, we consider that we consider that to be a pretty long period of time by which to measure them. Yeah. So how about the last 40 years? Gold has an annualized return rate of 3.6%. Well, it doesn't yeah. sound like that no, much. It sounds like inf- almost inflation. But if you put it in stocks, just the S&P 500, 12.2% a year. Uh, how about treasuries issued by the U.S. government? 8.2% a year. So gold has a chart that looks like a big spike and then down and then nothing. A big spike and then down. and It's very... It, it has no pa- people think they can also buy in a pattern, right, Don? That they 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 think they can buy it and sell it at the right mm-hmm. times. There's no indication that anyone knows how to do that. So this is not something that we invest in. It's not something we recommend you invest in either in the the metal or the mutual funds that might own the metal. Any of those things highly speculative. And I just looked up the inflation rate from '79 to 2020. Oh, yes, three and a half percent per year. There you go. That's the average. So gold kind of kept up with inflation, but over 40 years, but it didn't make you any money at all. So you made nothing. And that's not the point of investing, is it? To make nothing? Or is it to make something? Give us a call at 855-935-TALK and we'll talk about the money issues that matter most to you right here on Talking Real Money. Tom and Don are talking real money. Is your portfolio a mess? You may have a case of hodgepodgeitis, but don't worry, we can help. Just set up a free, no-obligation meeting with a Vestory advisor at Vestory.com. No sales pitch, guaranteed. That's V-E-S-T-O-R-Y dot com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. We talk real money because... You know, this stuff is important. It really is. You are not going to get very far in life without some money in your pocket, and we want to help you get more of it. Save it, invest it better, build the wealth you need, understand how it all works. We want to explain it in a way that really is understandable. So give us a call at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. And let's get started on the phone. Shaley, you're up. Welcome to Talking Real Money. Hey, fellas. (laughs) Hi, Shaley. Hey, Hey, you know, I got a question. I, I just, I haven't read a lot on it, but basically... Uh, I got informed that all of us Washington residents are going to get thrown in this Washington CARES Act long-term health care mandatory payment. Mm-hmm. And I don't know much about it, but I'm wondering, you know, if you don't opt out before whatever date it is, you have to take it and you don't have a choice to not take it anymore and do private insurance. What are your... What are your guys' thoughts on that? Well, first, can I ask you a question? Because I think this will help you understand it better. Uh, What is your, your, are you married? I am not. Okay. What is your annual income from your work? Uh, It's under $100,000. Under one hundred. dollars Okay. Then so let's go. Go ahead, go ahead Don. No, go, well, I was, was going to say, here's a little bit of the basics on this. So <laughs> this takes effect the first of the year. This is going to be about a half of 1% payroll tax, 
right? This is going to just come out of your check. Yeah. It's going to provide a, a benefit of about $36,000 for those of you in it. You have to you have to put in, I think, for at least five years to be a participant. And we just had someone come and speak to all of our advisors again this week because this has been a hot topic for many people. The reality is with long-term care, and I'm going to let Don give you the numbers here in a minute, but if you decided you needed long-term care, that would be one thing. That's fine. Go buy a policy. By the way, all the cheap policies, of course, people went out and bought a ton of the three, $400 premiums. Those are all gone. You can't buy one of those. Number two is you're up, you're out of time from what we were told a couple of days ago, uh, because you can't get through underwriting, et cetera, by the first of November. The policy has to be in place. You have to have the certificate by the first of November to be able to show your employer. So they will not, they will opt you out of that tax. So long-term care in and of itself for those who want long-term care. Great. Go buy long-term care. I would not let this tax chase you into buying a long-term care policy. That's how I'd put it. Don? As a matter of fact, uh, uh, Shaley, the, the, a lot of people are cutting off their no or were cutting off their noses despite their faces uh, when it comes to this, this tax. Because I did some research recently and found that when you could get a $50,000 lifetime policy, which would pay $50,000, it would pay about $50 a month for long-term care over two years. That policy costs $300 a year. Do you know how much? $50 a, wait, $50 a month? $50 right. a day, I should have said. $50 a day. Ah, you have 50 me a day. 50 Sorry, a month. 50 a day. <laughs> Drop uh, off a toothpick every Tuesday or Washington something? Washington Cares is $100 a day for one year. So you're going to pay $500 a year, and you're going to get a degree of insurance for that. You're not, it's not for nothing. This isn't a tax for nothing. Uh, I got to tell you, if this was offered where I live, I'd be all over the darn thing because I went and shopped for long-term care insurance, and holy cow, it's, when you get older, it's really expensive. And yeah, nobody wants to, to buy it when they're young. Nobody. Yeah, does. No, nobody does. Everybody at fifty, I'll never get old. So yeah, Shaley, I would not. I would not go buy a policy just to get out of this policy. Again, if your plan said I need long term care, you should buy long term care, no question. Um, number two is, and again, this isn't something we came up with, but we just had our long-term care person come in a couple of days ago and he informed us yeah. that all of those cheap policies are gone. And even if you wanted to write a more expensive policy, you cannot, the likelihood of being able to get qualified, everything written up and done by the 1st of November is basically uh, impossible. So the policies that you can get, after, according to your guy, were were about what, about 3000 a year? The minimum was 3000 a year. Of course, they will also be glad to write you a hybrid policy where you give them a couple of hundred thousand dollars. And uh, I don't like those policies because I find them too complex. I'd rather keep my own money and pay a premium, just like I would rent uh, life insurance or auto insurance or home insurance. I like renting insurance. I don't like buying it. So Not me either. Shaley, you're stuck with it. <laughs> and once you're in, you're in, by the way, from what I understand. Yeah, I was going to say, you make me feel better, better about being stuck with it, I guess. So I appreciate that. <laughs> I mean, but and think about it. It, it, it. the If you're in long-term care, most people don't go into long-term care. The average is less than two years that they stay in long-term care. So even if you have no other insurance, what this $36,500 would do is cover about a third 
of the cost of good quality long-term care in the Seattle area. It's about a hundred grand a year. So that takes some pressure off and allows a lot of people who can't afford the ridiculous price of LTC insurance to cover themselves with their, with their money, with the, with the wealth they've accumulated. So Shaley, thank you for your call. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is a difficult because no one, including myself, likes any new taxes, right? I mean, because we feel like we're paying a lot today in variety of ways, but I would not run out to buy something to avoid the tax. That's how I'd put it. That's kind of cutting off your nose despite your face. It's letting the tax tail wag, wag the, the dog. dog. As we like Look at us that. with the with our metaphors. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So um, so at under a hundred thousand dollars a year, so five hundred bucks. Yeah. It's just not going to make a and and think about that if you need it in ten or fifteen or twenty years. That's going to be a really, that will be a really good investment if you need it. And by the way, the fact is very few people buy long-term care. So they're making you do something you probably wouldn't do. Some people will end up needing it. You may not. And it may help somebody that would just never have saved for that in many ways. So one of the other things we have to bear in mind is that we do too pay through our federal taxes for long-term care insurance in the form of Medicaid. But boy, if you've looked into Medicaid, you have to impoverish yourself. I think it's down to 2000 bucks. Is all you, you can, can have only left. have $2,000. No, yeah, it's pretty shocking. Of net worth to collect Medicaid for long-term care. So, and you're paying taxes for that. One of the things about taxes is when we all need to understand this is that taxes are designed to pay for things that we cannot as individuals or as small communities afford on our own. That's the way it works. Tom and Don are talking real money. Set your course for a great future with a free copy of our 60-page Better Retirement Guidebook at vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. Hey, call us at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. You can call live during the show that we do here on um, Saturdays on That's today. That's today. Or you can call that number 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can also send us questions that we'll answer on the show and the podcast at 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. Oh, wait, that's for calling. You can go to Talking Real Money. God, I'm really, I'm kind of out of Can we start today. over? Is there way yeah, we can I am not, rewind the entire I, show? I am just really you're not. You're going to have people pay $50 a year. I know. I, am, I knew it was 500 <laughs> and I, you know, I'm just not sharp today. I don't know what gonna, it is. I'm going to hand you a five-hour energy here at the bottom I, of the hour. Maybe I, that'll get you, you going. Know, I've got my iced tea, but apparently that's not enough caffeine to Lace get the brain with something. Into gear. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Um, you know, I've got you know, stuff going on. All right, you know how life is. Anyway, so we get yes. questions sent into TalkingRealMoney.com, mm-hmm. both questions and comments. Yes. And uh, so here is one of, oh, wait, never mind. we got a call. I'm not even going to do it. Okay. I'll do it later. It's a comment. Okay. So you can wait. Let's okay. just let's go get Ken. Ken's waiting. Yeah. Ken, welcome to Talking Real Money. Ken, thanks for bailing hey, Don sure. out. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> uh, how you doing? Good, good, good. Thank you. Well, good enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> go ahead, Ken. Well, 
Well, okay, my head's spinning a little bit because I've been messing with mortgage calculators trying to figure something out. So let me put it in a nutshell. My son has a house he's had for around three years, and he bought it for 344000 or that was the loan was for 344000 and it was at 4.5, so that's pretty pretty high of a rate. So I'm gonna I want to help him get refinanced, and I'm gonna gift him fifty thousand dollars to get him a good start. And I'm wondering should should we take? He's gonna still need a loan for three thirty seven, and should I should I give him like fifty as a down payment to bring that loan down to like two ninety, or should we? I saw another way if you put. If you just take your loan at three thirty seven, then on your first payment, I make that fifty thousand dollar payment. That knocks off like seven or eight years. No, no, no. And wait, hold on. Oh no! Wait, no, 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 no. I, I got. Okay. Let's. Can we step way back, Ken? I just want to step back. Yeah. Um, yeah. Is the house worth more than three hundred and forty four thousand dollars? Yes, it just. This is in Seattle area, and with the prices going up, it's up to like five ten, and that was. It went up like a hundred thousand over the last few months so you know well, last I, 10 I, minutes i am in the process of refinancing myself so i know exactly what your head feels like um but a four and a half percent note is it a 30-year note sounds like it's probably a 30 yes is he going to stay in this house the rest of his life probably not right no no well he's going to I'm trying to set up where he can pay it off in like 20 years, and he plans to stay there that long, and then he can do whatever he wants from there. You know? mm. Well, maybe, but yeah, here's the thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. It is Maybe he will stay there for 20 years, but the fact of the matter is if he will stay there for 20 years, right now, what's his mortgage payment right now? Um, his mortgage payment now, and I don't know if this includes the uh, tax and interest stuff, but uh, 1985. Okay. And um, did, what was the? Have you gotten rates quoted to you on a new mortgage, on a refinance? Yes, we can. We can go three point three seven five, and or she was talking about buying buying points down to two point eight. No, 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 no. You need to. Sh- go, no? You you need to shop no, some more. Deals. You need yeah, to deals. shop some more. I am refinancing, and I just filled out the paperwork this week. I am refinancing for thirty years. At two and three quarter percent with no points. Okay, but I want to go back real quick here, Ken. What are we? Tr- what are you trying to accomplish? Are you trying to accomplish him having more equity in the home, or are you trying yeah, to reduce why? the payment? What are we trying to? What are we yeah, trying to I fix could, here? Okay, first let me say on on his old, on, and you're saying about you getting a better rate. He he doesn't have great credit. Okay, so that's oh okay. Problem. All right, that's All a right. problem. Um, but but okay. Um, so what was the question you were asking me? Well, the question is, with the 50000 are you just trying to reduce the, the amount of the note? Are you trying to reduce his payment? I mean, what are you trying to accomplish with that money? Okay, we're trying to get him to, well, a smaller payment is going to pretty much come automatically because going from a 4.5% down is a lot. But um, trying to get him so in like 20 years, he's paid off. He's got a smaller payment okay, all along the way, and he makes enough where he can make extra payments, even shorten the length a lot more, you know. Okay, here's what we need you to do because this is a little convoluted. Hang on, we'll be right back. Tom and Don are talking real money. A second opinion could save your life either physically or fiscally. Let one of our Vestry advisors help you save your future at Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Reality. 
Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Hey, hi, welcome back to Talking Real Money. I'm Don. We are talking right now with Ken, who wants to give his son some money to reduce the cost of a house. Now, can I, before we get to the ins and outs of giving him the money, I want to ask you one more really important question. You said he doesn't have great credit. Does he have a bunch of other debt other than the house? Uh, not that he has disclosed to me. I don't think he has anything. Mm. Well, how would he have bad credit then? Just from the past, never having credit cards and stuff like that, you know. Oh. All right. Well, I would want to know that, but I mean, just to finish that out, I would, I would ask him. Yeah. Look, I'm giving you the money, which is nice, but do you have any other debt? Because you're going to want to pay that first if you're, even if your interest rate on the house is four and a half. Don? Right. Now, the other thing, uh, if you want to give him 50,000, to get his payment down, to have more equity in the house, which we don't necessarily think is a great thing at 3%, but it's not awful either. Um, you can give it to him, but give it to him to lower the amount he's borrowing, not Correct. after the fact. Second, number two, something really important that a lot of people forget. If you give him $50,000, you're exceeding the $15,000 U.S. gift tax exemption. You don't have to pay any taxes, but you need to fill out an annoying little form called Form 709 when you file your taxes saying you gave him a gift of over $15,000. If you give even a penny over that, you must, by law, fill out a gift tax return, even though you've got $11.5 million lifetime gift exemption. So The dreaded 709. 709. Ken, thank you for your call, and wow, thank you for being a great dad. Absolutely. Thank you. 855-935-TALK. That's our phone number. And Joe's up next. Welcome to the show, Joe. Uh Oh, right. It's not Joe. It's Pauline instead. Hey, Pauline. Welcome to Talking Real Money. How are you? Good. So back to the long-term care. Um, It says, unless that you have... Um, given to the long-term care and other policies beforehand that 10 years and under you are not eligible even though if you're paying into the state wouldn't that be out and out discrimination tom uh you know i, <laughs> what I is, don't write the law how how i'm not you, sure you don't get benefits i thought it was be- i but i'm not in washington when do the benefits start? Isn't it five years? I thought years? it was five years. I, I thought, thought it was five, five maybe years. It's, maybe it's ten years. So, but Let either way, Washington cares. Yeah, either way, I don't know what you mean by I guess discrimination because you have to wait so long to get the money. Is that what you're saying? No. Oh yeah, you do have to. You, you have to contribute for ten years without a break okay. of five. five or more years. Right. Uh, so how can at you? least. So what they're saying is you, you you don't get a benefit until you've paid in for ten years. That's what I that's what I'm reading. I'm, that's from the Bellevue Chamber of Commerce, but that's uh, no, that's probably a good yeah. a good site. Yeah, so you'd have to pay in the ten years. I, I'm I'm not understanding what you mean by discriminatory. I guess if if you're less than ten years and you had no yeah. prior long term policies, you will mm-hmm. not get. Zero dollars for paying yeah, him. I'm doing it. Years. I'm not. I'm never going to get. I'm never going to get any money. There's all kinds of taxes I paid that I'm never going to get back. Plenty. 
<laughs> that I'm never going to, there's never, they're never going to give me my money. That's the way it goes. I mean, I'm going to pay more into Social Security I'm ever going to get back, for sure. Oh. I'm, I oh, don't I'm like reading, it, but it's just the way it goes. Okay, That's I'm just, reading, you know, the, I'm reading it differently the, here now. Okay. Uh, the Washington Cares Fund requires employees to have worked to contribute to the fund for at least 10 years without a break of five or more years, or three of the last six years. Or at least 500 hours per year during those years. Yeah. I mean, but what Pauline's point is, you could pay into it and not get anything back. That's right. I could pay hundreds of thousands of dollars into Social Security, drop dead at 69, and never have gotten a dime. Yeah. It might happen. It <laughs> it's very well, well possible. Well, hey, yeah, you want so an even, you want an even, you want it, because really what this is, mm-hmm. is it's, it's a, a form of insurance, mandatory insurance. Yeah, it's a form of right. mandatory insurance. I have been paying my homeowner's insurance thousands sure. of dollars a year, my car insurance thousands of dollars a year for many, many years, and I have collected practically nothing. You know, I had a small claim yeah. once, and yeah. my goal is to never collect. I don't, I don't want to collect, because when I collect, that means something bad happened to me. But yeah, I like that it's there once. in case something bad happens to me. Yeah, you're right. That's not a situation you want to be in to get the money. But the point is, <laughs> yes, it's it's not it's it's not uh, cool to pay for something you're not going to get. But that's part of living in a society where that just is going to happen. <sighs> Everything is so political. We'll be back. Tom and Don are talking real money. Tom and I created Vestry to help everyone become a better investor, even those who will never be clients. Let one of our advisors help you start your financial plan or solve a money problem free with no obligation or high-pressure sales pitch at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. For your real life and real future, Tom and Don are talking real money. Once more, with feeling, <laughs> I'm going to clarify. I, again, I'm not in Washington. I don't read the news about this every day like you guys do. But yeah, but or get called every day about I, it. I am at the wacaresfund.wa.gov website, mm-hmm. and I want to read you verbatim. The operative the, the, part. The, the operative part of the rule. Yeah. Okay, it's important. Yeah, go yeah, ahead. If you want to read the law, I'll give you even the law number. But it Please. says, "quote quote To qualify for benefits from the WA Cares Fund, you must have worked and contributed to the fund for colon at least ten years at any point in your life without a break of five or more years within those ten years." Or, and by the way, or, or, or is yes. bold to say, or this is another option. Mm. Three of the last six years at the time you apply for the benefit. That's it. That means now I have long-term care now. This is great news. In Well, three of the last six years. I'll make it. Well, soon. Get that. And yes. at least five hours per year during those years 500 of work. 500 hours? 500 hours. You said five hours. Okay. I don't know why I keep doing that. I'm five. I mean, five, sure. I'm I could, done. I put that I'm in done. today. The rest I'm of the good. show I'm is yours. I'm leaving now. <laughs> 
you walking off the set. I'm done. <laughs> Goodbye. All right. Let's, let's go talk done, to Carl. Let's put, let's put LTC behind us, okay? Oh, wouldn't that be You're nice? You're going to pay the tax. Get over it. Carl. Let's go. What? We don't have Carl? Oh, oh well, we Carl lost dropped. Carl. All right. I guess I'll go to my uh, comment that I was going to go to earlier when yes. all the people called. And now we have lines open for you. 855-935-TALK, 855-935-8255. This one comes to us from a landscaper in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. It's what his website says, so I knew he was a landscaper. Um, he, uh, he says, in your latest episode, which is not the latest anymore, but it was last week. In your latest episode, Seven Investing Principles. You made an excellent point. And by the way, he Thank means you. episode of the podcast. You made an excellent point about a philosophical investment question we must all ask ourselves. Do I believe myself or an active manager can pick concentrate, concentrated investments and outperform the global market over the long term? I think this question you touched on is incredibly important to building a foundation of investing literacy. I'd like to call the belief that someone can beat the market long term a, quote, messiah complex. It's ego and it's emotionally driven. You guys do a great job of removing the ego and emotion from the equation by using calm and collective logic. There you go. Good job, wow. Tom. I mean, now, if you know Don, you know we don't remove the ego, but that's a whole other thing. Um, let's talk about that just for a moment. I had the door enlarged. <laughs> I'm just, just because in my heart of hearts, in 100 years, people are going to say, what? They paid people a lot of money to tell them what the future is going to look like? Nah. Knows what the no, because look like. you know what? People will be stupid in 100 years, too. Hope springs eternal. <laughs> they will. You can call them stupid. I'll call it hope. Yeah. Uh, but this it's still somewhere around half of the money that people have in mutual funds and exchange-traded funds is managed actively. They still have somebody there that's picking stocks, timing markets, saying this sector will be better than another, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So it's still an awful lot of the money out there. And why would that be? Greed. There's a greed, but there's also the fact that I'm there's sorry. this huge industry that's wrong. feeding this, feeding this all the time. That's telling people I'm wrong that they a lot can. Today. <laughs> I mean, it's all over every possible media, right? I mean that you read it every single day. The investment pornography that's out there that leads people to believe that, yeah, that they that there are people out there, or that I can. I'm always fascinated that people think, well, I know this. Well, if you know that, don't you think there's like millions of other people that might know Investment that pornography. Too? Naked wealth. Naked wealth. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing this is the uh, the show, not the pod, the, the webcast. Whatever you call that thing where we do it with cameras. It's, cam- yeah, it's a web. Called? It's a video cast. A All right. Video anyway, the, thank you for your comment. And yes, and by the way, here's the thing I think you should pay attention to when it comes to Don and myself. We have espoused these beliefs for... Mm. Way too long. 25 years, 30 years, long time. Way too long. Uh, so this isn't something we came up with. This is backed by academic work. It's backed by peer-reviewed papers. It's backed by disinterested academics. That's how I. That's why I think I believe in it. And, you know, I was sitting here thinking, what is, you're talking about 100 years in the future, and I'm thinking about this for a minute, Gone. what is going to be the next? I know one thing for sure about 100 years from now. You'll be I will not be part yeah. of things unless they but froze. No, my head. I, I was trying to think of what the next because you know now the big thing is cryptocurrency. That was because of computers, mm. right? 
Yeah. And and it's easy. Any idiot, pretty much, with uh, some computer knowledge. Well, you have to be computer knowledgeable and have a big computer. But anybody can create a cryptocurrency. There's like 7,000 of them or something. But what if, in the future, we were able to, instead of dealing with the computer, we could just think at each other. Just think at each other. Just think. Then we could have, like, thought coin. So any I'm idiot. I'm doing it right now. I'm doing it right idiot, now. Dude. Any idiot could create a thought, <laughs> thought currency. And send you something? And send you something. And you can decide right. whether it's worth something or not. And you all just we all just kind of think we're worth a lot of money. Thought coin. Thought coin. They're probably already, it probably already exists. It does not. I bet it does. I mean, well, not at that level, but I bet the name <laughs> ThoughtCoin already exists. Some genius already beat you to it. That's oh, what I'm no. talking Somebody about. Somebody got ThoughtCoin.com? Probably. Just, you know, it it's just a guess. It won't but, matter you know. because when we're dealing with ThoughtCoin, there will be no more internet. And That's yes, right. be, somebody has it, and it's I, for sale. You knew they did. <laughs> it's for oh, sale. Oh, of course. Well, there's your chance to uh, get into your next great business. Thoughtcoin. I, I guess I'll have to go with thoughtcoin.info or something. Dot net. One of those other great dot coin URLs. Dot me. Thoughtcoin me. Um, dot RU, isn't it? Russia or whatever. Anyway. Are us. Um, I was going to do another question, but you know what? I'm looking at the clock. You're tired. You're worn out. I'm totally worn out. <laughs> you kind of hear it. You're. I'm just having one of those days. <laughs> well, pep up, foul. We got another hour, so let's yeah. hear it. I got. Oh, 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 oh! But I did want to mention. Mm. I did want to mention because I mentioned that I was refinancing my house in yes. Florida because I'm not going to be living in Virginia anymore. You're going to actually um, say that publicly, huh? Yeah. Well, has- as far as I know, right now we're going to sell the Virginia house and move to Florida. So okay. I got a four and a quarter percent note there. I'm refinancing it because in in this is in Florida. In Florida, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I started my refinance. I, I'm doing it the same way I did it in 2017. I'm a Costco member. This is not a plug for Costco. Well, it's not a paid plug. It's free. As a Costco member, you have access to their little backdoor mortgage system. Yeah, I used it. It's terrific. And I, I got to tell you, I, I got this, this. What's funny is I got the same guy at the same bank I got in 2017. Wow. Same guy. And apparently, he cut me such a good deal. Uh, I was contacting my mortgage servicer, who is Mr. Cooper. <laughs> Mr. Cooper? Mr. Cooper. I, I think I had him in eighth grade or something. Yeah, I was in but trouble. But they said, we match anybody's offer. Oh, yeah. So I sent him the over. offer, mm-hmm. and they got back to me today and went, oh, that's really too good an offer. We can't match we that. Match we can't even come that. close to that. That's too darn good. So, you know, I, if I were you, if I was a Costco member, and you're thinking about refinancing, I'd go through their system. I've had really good luck. We'll be back. Tom and Don are talking real money. Want a free copy of my book, Financial Physics? Well, go download it right now at Vestory.com. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Your guides to a really great financial future. Tom and Don are talking real money. And if you want somebody good (laughs) to help you with money... Someone's actually good at it. Uh, you might want to use one of our fee only, and you won't even be charged a fee for them. One hundred percent fiduciary advisors to uh, get some free, honest to goodness, free help 
figuring out what your portfolio is doing, figuring out how to start the plan you need for retirement, whatever it might be. They will spend some time with you for free for nothing with no obligation and no sales pitch. But you do have to actually set up an appointment with them and go to Vestory.com to do that. V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. Scroll down the page, set up an appointment. Someone will call you. They will meet with you, answer your questions. That's Vestory.com. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That's a wrap.